0: This is a previously recorded episode.
1: This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com.
2: This bar is tended by the founders of the American Association of Whiskey Peeps. The statue-loving historian himself, Trico, brings you the facts, one indictment at a time. Foxy staff keeps the boys in line and of course the color man big dev and his old roman mind so fill your glass with rye and raise it up on high because this
3: is your shot of history welcome back to shot of history where the history hits you hard and the shots hit you harder i'm your co-host Drake.
0: i'm
2: stephanie i'm the color man big dev and we have guests several Traco.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm a guest, apparently.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, you don't no, belong here. You introduced the guests this week.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, let's see, to my left is Tony wonder, and Jeannie. Um, oh, damn,
2: I thought he was going to get an indictment.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is that why you set it up like that? <laughs>
2: I'm
3: amazed. like, why am I introducing our guest? <laughs> I never do drink. this.
2: <laughs> We're just trying to get you to drink more.
3: Yeah. To everyone every on the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony
2: yeah. and Jeannie and... <laughs> To your right.
3: And Calvin Moore. I'm I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) This keeps happening. This is so
1: great.
0: We keep reeling them back in somehow. Uh, I don't
1: know. But this is a cool one, though, because I I feel like people listened and then they liked me. They really liked me. And then they asked to do an episode with me, which is why I'm back, which is so cool. This is a special occasion for Mm -hmm. me. Yes. By request. By request. Topic (laughs) by request. Right. Sweet anyway it's a little
2: questionable but yeah
1: <laughs> the topic or the rec- the, the, the topic okay well, why yeah
2: they <laughs> made a well, lot of we'll money <laughs> Wait, dev. Right. What, yes. what are you trying to
0: say dev <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm,
2: I'm trying to say we're going to talk about black exploitation movies we are and maybe tv and comics yeah and and it's whatnot.
1: interesting that any here's the thing any historian can talk about black exploitation films but the black guy was asked <laughs> to yeah, come yeah. in and talk about it, so I'm feeling black exploited. Yeah. Black exploited right now. <laughs> well, now I'm a historian, so that, yeah. that, that, that makes sense. I'm not a black exploitation historian, so I had to do some research on this. <laughs> yeah. so it's kind of
2: well, fascinating. Well, You know, now you know our struggle. Or, I oh, do specifically tricos because yes. I don't do any having research. to do
3: research on stuff I don't know about. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> all the damn time.
3: All the time.
1: <laughs> See, I love research, though. So that's just me. So yeah.
2: All right, well, you know, we always start this show wow. with, a, with shot. a shot, so here's to uh, black exploitation. <laughs> <laughs> what,
1: what, what, what are we drinking? What are we,
2: drinking? Uh, we are drinking uh, Bullet Rye. <laughs> All right, Bullet Rye. The, the official, unofficial drink Salud. of Shot of History. All right, there
1: we go. Cheers.
2: Oh, man, it's always so good. <laughs> <laughs> he never gets tired of it. <laughs> That's why he Speaking did the shot uh, and had a cup full of it. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Speaking of Bullet, I think uh, Trico reached out to Bullet recently yeah. and got some word back that we might be getting some free shit so yes. we can continue Whoa. to talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> That's they're like,
0: awesome. Hey, we won't sponsor you, but yeah. hey, keep drinking our shit and here's some free stuff. <laughs> you know what? They, I, <laughs> Bullet,
1: if you're listening, I I have my own podcast <laughs> as well. And I,
0: I really, really like your stuff. <laughs> if they're off Stuff, right? I know, yeah. If yeah. you're
1: offering free stuff, swag, whatever, right. I don't care, I'll wear that. <laughs> I need a new shirt. Right. Yeah. So. so does Traco. <laughs> yeah. I'm up to two shirts now.
3: You're uh, up to two. Yeah, Wolverine wow. and Caesar. All right. Well, there you so, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: so uh black exploitation. Let's get this shit started. Let's get this let's get it on the get it laid down. Let's do this. Well,
1: yeah. uh, first off, I pro- I prefer the term African American exploited. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's, no. Uh, so, so black films are, are, are kind of interesting. Um, since I was born in the late seventies, I was born after the era of. You were on the on the down. down no, scene. no, it was done. It was pretty much done. Black exploitation oh, yeah, films would, were pretty yeah, much yeah, done. It was, yeah. Yeah. About like, nineteen seventy four, they were. It, yeah, right, it was right, like they the kind early of on the way of the dinosaurs. Gotcha, gotcha. There, there, are obviously been some send ups. Since mm-hmm. then, um, but we'll talk about that towards towards the tail end of of this. But Tony, uh, Tony, you're the one who requested me to talk about this, and you wanted to talk about this together. True. So Tony and I have, have kind of been doing some research on this together. He did a little bit of research, I did a little research. We came together today, and we're like, "Hey, what do you want to talk about?" "Hey, what do you want to talk about?" <laughs> and so, um, in, Tony, in in your research, what did you find out that black exploitation films? were and I can kinda of fill in some gaps there if if
0: well, well what we were talking about beforehand yeah. on the lobby here too yeah. was uh well I was to help MGM, right? Yeah. Make a comeback of shaft and all mm-hmm. that. Yep. And I feel bad that the uh sweet, sweet <laughs> <laughs>
1: sweetbacks sweet sweet badass back's song. badass yes. song
0: I have never seen. Okay. Which is a problem. And yeah, I, need to, I, I, I need to fix that. Which,
2: that's the first official uh, the the
0: entry
1: official. into black exploitation yeah. films. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so black exploitation is just kind of um, it was this term that was coined to talk about this sub-ethnic genre yeah. of films. Not not the first exploitation film
2: in in the genre because there was more exploitation films. This was just the first geared towards urban urban youth.
1: Um. Yes and no. I, I would say that it, it really was the first. Uh, I mean, the the sweet sweetback. I'm getting ahead of myself, but the no. sweet sweetback's badass song was the first of the black exploitation films. But where but, where, right. where you had exploitation
2: black films in in general were they were around because. If you you know, in some of my research because I looked, uh-huh. um, it he was did research. Oh, I did what? What? Holy oh, shit. Yeah, there are there on? were uh, there were exploitation films before that, but they were focused more like on the Irish and okay, okay, and uh, gotcha, gotcha. Understood. Kind of I was stuff. like, oh, yeah. there
1: was definitely no black exploitation. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Right.
2: Exploitation films not, not a all. new concept. Okay, this right. This is the first time that we have some actual like focused on black urban. Yes, youth. yes,
1: and. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the Black Plantation films kind of came out of the, I mean, the civil rights movement had happened uh, during, during the 60s and into the early 70s, of course. Um, and so, you have Martin Luther King, you've got the Freedom Writers, you've got Malcolm X, uh, you've got uh, Coretta, uh, not Coretta Scott King, well, she obviously was part of it as well, um, but uh, Rosa Parks and, and a number of other people, Medgar Evers, who were all part of this civil rights movement. And so, a lot of legislation had been pushed through giving African Americans rights in, in the country that they had not had before mm-hmm. or that they had guaranteed by the by the constitution but there were right. laws enacted at the state level that were uh, that got in the way of the constitution right. so Moving all the way to the Supreme Court. Hey, this is unconstitutional. Yep. So on and so forth. Now black he's talking people have
2: about rights. Jim Crow laws. Yeah,
1: yeah, Jim Crow laws. <laughs> um, so, in case you yeah, in case no. you didn't know, right? Uh, there will be a whole episode on Jim Crow America at some point, right? No, that will be a really awkward episode. Um, anyhow, I'll get really mad. We'll I'll just, cry a little bit. <laughs>
2: we'll just be like, uh, Calvin's going to talk, and we're all going to leave the room. <laughs> we'll, we'll just let you get it out. Right. You know So, um,
1: so these films. Uh, the, the problem was, up until this point, up until uh, the late 60s, early 70s, you really had representation of uh, <laughs> black people in films at a, at a very minimal level. And, and the funny thing is, we're now, in 2016, this is still an ongoing conversation. What is no. the portrayal of black people in the media? What is the bla- uh, portrayal of black people in films, movies, right. comics? Do we not have heroes? You know. Do you see us this, as this way? And so
2: you what, mean, like the people crying that Marvel doesn't have enough uh, black representation. And then they come out with the Black Panther poster and they're like, well, Andy Serkis is in this and Martin Freeman's in this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> Why is the whole cast black? So and that's interesting because we'll talk about comics and and Black right, Panther right. is one of those types of characters, uh, Luke Cage and other people like that. Uh, that were an answer to where is black representation in, uh, in pop culture. And so with, with black exploitation films, you ended up having this cry from, from the black populace. You know, we're, we're coming out of this tumultuous time of race relations in the United States, uh, and black people are going, hey, what about me? Where's my representation? Because we have all these films where there is the, the cowboy Right, yep. and the, the the white hero, the action hero, um, these big, grand films that uh, that starred predominantly white cast. And if they were black cast members, they were typecast. Uh, Gone with the Wind is a really good example by MGM Studios, yep. right? Um, where you have, you know, Rep Butler and Scarlett O'Hara. And it's this larger-than-life drama on a plantation in the South. And then you've got, you know, the black characters that are obviously... The script necessitates that they are slaves. Right. <laughs> that, that's right. pretty much it. And so there were very few roles uh, for black people in films, or roles that were looked at with respect. We were playing particular typecast roles, and that was it. That was the only representation. Meanwhile, you have this large swath of African Americans in the United States who are going, that doesn't represent me. That particular right. view. Of black people doesn't represent me at all. That's a that's a stereotype. Where are people that I can look up to? Where are people that my, my daughter or my son can look up to when I take them to the movies? Where are our heroes? Uh, and so this gave rise to the Black Exploitation film. And the first uh the black uh, the first black exploitation film was Sweet Sweet ba- Sweetback's Sweet badass song which was kind of an interesting uh, badass as now. in B-A-A-D-A-S-S-S-S-S.
2: <laughs> yes, a lot of S's. Right? I, I think you left out an S. you left
1: out two or three S's. Um, but this, uh, this film was actually directed by Melvin Van Peebles. And that name is probably instantly familiar to black people, but not necessarily as familiar to white people, uh, unless I've seen the film Posse, uh, which starred Mario Mario Van Peebles. Uh, and
0: that's his son. <laughs> That and is his son, I, right? And That's so, how I know who he is because of right. So you know Posse, son. I had a crush on Ryan Posse. Peebles. Yeah. Yeah. So, Peebles. so people really know like Mario Van time.
1: Peebles, but, who do yeah. Under. Yeah. but know, black right? people know both Melvin and Mario Van Peebles. Right. And so, um, "Sweet Sweetback's Badass" song was uh, directed by Melvin uh, Van Peebles, and it was kind of this um, this outrageous swan song for him as as a director in Hollywood. So he had done some other movies, but not with black actors. So you had black directors in Hollywood already but you didn't necessarily have films that catered to the urban uh, African-American community. And so it was kind of cool that he came along with this movie. <laughs> and uh, so he'd already uh, – Melvin Van Peebles had kind of directed some cult hits, The uh, Story of a Three-Day Pass, Watermelon Man, and a few other films. Uh, and so he had this $500,000 budget that he had gotten – he had a $500,000 budget – for, that would have um, been huge back then. Substantial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for Sweet Sweetback's badass song. Uh, so he dipped into his salary from Watermelon Man, and he had a 50000 000- Whoa, whoa, wait! What watermelon man? Yeah, you watermelon just caught man. That
2: here he said it. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm, little, I'm on a time light to light. Don't even, don't Apparently. even get
1: me started on some of the names of, yeah, no, of, was- of films back in the in the 60s and 70s. They were not necessarily names that would fly at all today. Uh, I, I was, was it a, was it a white guy just tending over his field of watermelon? I d- I don't know what the film was. I didn't see the film myself. But okay, it's actually so, a giant
0: but, watermelon yeah, walking through. the It's, city. it's a horror film. Yes.
1: Actually. <laughs> <laughs> also, to be, uh, we'll talk about horror films. Here in a minute, but also to make the also to make this film to, to bankroll the film, he Melvin Van Peebles uh, took out a fifty thousand dollar loan from Bill Cosby. Yeah, so let's let's <laughs> not Cosby. go into what uh, what what Bill Cosby is known for today. Yeah, um, yeah. but America's uh, Dad. So <laughs> five hundred thousand yeah. dollar budget took out a 50000 uh, $50, thousand dollar loan from Bill Cosby at that time, who was growing in prominence as, yep. uh, as a comedian yep. uh, at the time. Obviously, you know he's been embroiled in, in the, the rape scandal and, and rightly so. Uh, in recent years. But at the time, uh, Bill Cosby was coming up. He gave Melvin Van, Van Peebles $50,000 uh, for the budget of this film. He had a and lot of money for this film. Yeah, he did. Oh. And uh, yeah, in, the, in that day, $500,000 plus another $50,000 is a lot of money. And he had 19 days to shoot the entire film. Oh my God, wow. 19, 19 days! 19 day shooting schedule. That's why um, he needed
2: all the money to make things yeah. happen. Yeah,
1: and but here's the thing: the the film was kind of audacious because you've got the main character in this film that's basically going up against the man. Yeah, and, this is
2: the the establishment. Uh, right.
0: I was going to say the this is man. where the man came from, yeah, yeah.
1: right? And so, uh, yeah, that was basically the character of, of the man, and so that didn't uh, that didn't go over too well with the white populace and their commentary. But at the same time, the white populace didn't really go see the movie. I was going <laughs> to no. say how many. How it's like asking it's, like asking it's like asking any white people who went and saw, saw Soul Plane. <laughs> it was like, very few people saw Soul Did you see I, I it? Saw, no, I saw one. No, you saw Soul yeah. Plane? Oh, my no. God. No. I actually I'm went black and I didn't even see Soul Plane. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. Like, I saw Soul Plane and
2: I went to the theater to watch uh, Undercover Brother.
1: That was see, awesome. now over, yeah. Undercover Brother is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Undercover yeah. Brother, but, uh, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, Soul Plane, terrible, terrible film. It um, is It is a terrible so, film. So this movie gets a, this huge budget and it, it goes over very well and it, it kicks off what is known as the era of black exploitation films yep and it is you know it's a series of films that came out that depicted black people in heroic roles in sexy roles in main character roles the casts were predominantly black and more often than not well he, they weren't
2: always uh, like good people too because uh, superfly was right right he was a gangster right and yeah. so that's
1: a, that also kind of gives rise to the uh, the the antihero yep uh, the antihero well it didn't give rise to the antihero in white culture until years later, but right, right. Uh, I would say within the African-American community, the African-American community looked at uh, certain archetypes within the community, and this still kind of mm-hmm. happens today, mm-hmm. uh, not as criminal as other people look at it as criminal right. today. Uh, for instance, I was talking to a lawyer yesterday, and she prosecutes cases that have to do with uh, child rape and child pornography. Mm-hmm. and she said to me, you know, I'd much rather be prosecuting these cases than somebody who doesn't make a lot of money and is just selling drugs on the side to kind of make ends meet. Right, right, right. Like, so so within the African-American Or doesn't make a
2: whole lot of money and goes and robs a liquor right, store. Right, right, and so that, a, that's small
1: yeah. fish for her. I mean, she doesn't think it's legal, right? Uh, and, and it's not, but that did give rise within the African-American community for people who kind of were the hustler, the yep. hustler, and so you got the superfly character, yep. and then you've got – uh, what was the movie with Denzel Washington years later where um, he was uh, selling drugs in, oh, in Harlem American Gangster American Gangster man, right? Yep. and like I'm watching that movie and I'm like yeah man yeah this is sweet <laughs> his whole family was just like sell drugs in Harlem cool we'll move it from North Carolina up to, to Harlem and do that You're <laughs> like oh this is awesome he's making his yeah. way and then wait a minute like there's a baby on the bed, yeah. and the person's passed out with a needle in their arm. Right, like, wait a minute, this guy's the bad guy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. this guy's the bad guy, in this
2: story and, and I forgot New about. New Jack that. City later.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah but
0: but <laughs> that um... movie that movie changed my life. It, it, it did. It, uh, New it, Jack it, it City changed your life, dollars. $5 $5 $5 before I make change. <laughs> so, uh,
1: <laughs> the the thing is, long before you had the anti-hero in white cinema, mm-hmm. you had the anti-hero in black cinema, because the African American community. Looked at, and I'm I'm speaking in sweeping generalizations because mm. there were enough. Black people in the neighborhood who were like, we don't like pips (laughs) in our neighborhood any more than anybody else would. The black exploitation
2: film genre gave rise to the coalition against (laughs) black exploitation. Yeah, absolutely. There were
0: people that were offended about how African Americans were appearing um, on the screen. Yeah, even though
2: though they have these movies where it's predominantly black cast, it's still like, well, you're still portraying us as gangsters and thugs. Yep, one of the organizations, uh, and
1: I'll talk about that towards the end, but one of the organizations founded by uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, was very much against the uh, black and and, uh, and the NAACP was very much against black exploitation yep. films and and really brought it to its uh, brought the genre to its knees and really I guess I'll just say that now because that's really all I was going to say at the end anyway. <laughs> <Right>. but, <laughs> and so, and, and uh, hey, You know what? Uh, <laughs> uh, this show's over spoiler, with. Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. Black films get taken out by a couple of government not government organizations, but you know grassroots yeah, yeah. you know, African American organizations, and with good reason. I mean, um, and kind of getting ahead of myself here, but. The the good side of black exploitation films was that they portrayed African Americans in heroic roles, whether those roles were, you know, the hero like your Black Samson, um, yep. or, or a guy fighting against the man, or a Superfly. Right, you know, right, or an American Gangster, right. yep. you know, years later. Superfly soundtrack is awesome. Right, I have yeah, it on red it, vinyl. <laughs> it, it sounds <laughs> awesome. Nah, wait, is, is the vinyl, vinyl actually red? Yeah, it's, it's red. That's clear, so cool. Clear red
2: vinyl. That's so sweet.
1: <laughs> um, but and that's that's another thing about <laughs> exploitation films, <laughs> which I'll talk about is soundtracks in a little yeah. bit. Amazing. But, um, <laughs> yeah. You've got. Uh, what was I saying? I'm losing my
0: track of my, my, my train of thought. Yeah, we so just so right. I'm a little
2: bit. I'm sorry. Uh, the color man's doing his job. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. distracted <laughs> so, by the red vinyl.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, the squirrel. Uh,
1: so, <laughs> you got
2: you know the uh, the Luke Cage soundtracks on yellow vinyl. Yes, yes, I, yes I do, do know that. Nice. So I have
1: it. One of the big things was it, it portrayed black people in in heroic roles yeah. and in anti-hero roles before anti-hero right. was accepted as a, as a kind of this cultural right. meme. Which was really cool, but one of the They unin- kind
2: of created the archetype of yeah, the anti hero. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And <clears throat>
2: one of the. Um, well, I should say outside of literature, because I'm sure the archetype of the anti hero oh, was, sure. was established sure. in literature, but not necessarily but not in film. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, but one of the uh, unintended consequences of this, and I was talking about this with, with Tony a little bit earlier, was it also reinforced stereotypes. Of black people, yeah. like this is this yeah. is who black people are. They are the hustler. They are the pimp. They are, you know, right. they are the criminal who is seen as a hero to the African American community, and that's what they all are. And so that kind of gave rise to uh, the NAACP and, and organizations led by Martin Luther King, although he was dead at the time. Um, he had already been assassinated by the time it, it took out mm-hmm. these black exploitation films, but. It gave rise to organizations that were working on the grassroots level, nonprofit level, but also were able to kind of traverse the corridors of power. They, I mean, Martin Luther King had meetings with the president, you know, with, right. with Lyndon Johnson, right? And so you had these people who were working at the grassroots level to get African Americans' rights that were guaranteed by the Constitution, and you had this populace. That was going to the movies, and they were seeing these views of these caricatures. The stereotypes yeah these stereotypes right. of black people and so well, if that's what black people are, then when this thing hits the ballot, why should I vote for them to have this particular right. they're all like this, right mm-hmm. and this kind of gives rise to what we have in 2016 where you know someone right. will get shot by the police' It's like, well well was he a criminal you know what was he doing <laughs> like he was sitting in his car unarmed <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like he was fun and so it it, it kind of has these um I'm t- trying not to make this political <laughs> at all. I don't um, think it, it was going politi- right. to yeah. be political. It's going to be
2: political. Yeah.
1: But it's – so you had these groups that are working to change the narrative about uh, who black people are. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, you've got Hollywood churning out these movies, and they're making a ton of money off of these movies at this point. And we'll talk about the second movie that kind of yeah. led to that. So they're making a ton of money off of these, and these organizations come along, and you're like, look, um, this is – hurting black people as as part of this populace working to get rights, because mm-hmm. we want to get these things as ballot issues to get voted on. We're trying to get the government to move in a certain way. Some of those members of Congress, some of those you know people uh, you know in the Senate and the House of Representatives are going and seeing some of these same movies, and then they have these views, and they take that, and they're not well, willing to fight for it. Well, Strom Thurmond right. pretty much had that view anyway. <laughs> True story, but yeah. but uh, re- regardless, I mean, people people forget that people who work in government are also still part of the country. Right. And they yeah. still go see movies. They still celebrate Christmas and Thanksgiving with their families, mm-hmm. and then they still do things that you he- and and get paid for. Right, and so, um, nice, but yeah. they're they're going and seeing these movies, and they're representing what black people are, and if mm-hmm. that's what black people are, why should I ever put legislation right, right. in their favor? And so, uh, so you had these organizations that came along and and basically shut down mm-hmm. uh, this entire genre uh, some years later, and MWCp was a huge part of that, and and rightly so because it reinforced negative stereotypes. Right. And so, um, mm-hmm. anyway. So, uh, sweet, sweetback's badass song was the first official black exploitation X rated film. X rated, yeah. Yeah. So it was X rated.
3: Spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah, so it was X rated (laughs) film. See, when I saw
2: that it was X rated, I was all like, "Oh man, there's gonna be a lot of sex." Yeah. yeah. Now now, I don't know.
1: I don't know anybody who's seen. I don't know anybody who's seen this movie. I've I've, I've seen it. Okay, so I. Uh, as part of research, I did watch it this week um, <laughs> as part of research. Yeah I, 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 yeah, yeah, I was like, well, it was rated X. and I'm like, man, this movie would be rated pg thirteen if it came out today. Right. Right. right There's like one nipple in the whole movie, right? No? No, there's a few more saucy, than that, but, yeah. um, but, I mean, If, let's just put it this way, if Game of Thrones had come out back then, that would have been, you know, rated triple X. Right, right. Whereas Sweet, you know, (laughs) I I keep wanting to say, Sweet, Sweet, sweet Sweetbacks, Sweet baby back Ribs, (laughs) Sweet, (laughs) sweet Sweetbacks Badass Song. uh, Sweet Baby Rays? what? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the other one. Sweet Baby Rays, because I have some of that in my fridge right now. Good stuff. (laughs) Uh, If you don't have it, go get some. It's good. Uh, Anyhow, Sweet, sweet Sweetbacks Badass Song was uh, was rated X uh, at a time when that was definitely... Or no, not definitely, because it was before the MPAA was out. Um,
2: yeah, the, yeah, the yeah the rating system. Yeah, the rating gets system kind that we of have today. Before, yeah. Yeah. So
1: it wasn't as much of a, a death sentence as a rated X right. movie is yeah. today. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're like, not going to be held in any of the nationally. Right.
2: Well, because uh, you know, now it w- it wouldn't be today. X. It would be NC seventeen. NC seventeen. Yeah. And
1: you, you have an NC seventeen movie today. You cannot get into um, most theaters. Yeah, most yeah. theaters. Yeah. Right. Uh, so an X movie could be, and a lot of people still went and saw it because it had the X. And also mm-hmm. because it was representing Black people,
2: right, like, right? Oh my gosh! So
1: there's this hero, and it, at the at the outset, people didn't necessarily care about the the stereotypes. Like I I just see myself on screen, right? Which right. is really you know a good thing. When you go um, from
2: not seeing yourself at all to seeing yourself? Or like or awesome, even in you know, in a role of slavery? Yeah, 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 right.
1: you know, a, a, yeah. a role that degrades you, yeah. Yeah. and so okay, this is a this is a hero, even though hey maybe it's a maybe it's a little degrading, but you know, it's it's still a hero, but then the movie that really kicked this off—the movie that really kicked this off—was Shaft, and that's the one. Who's the man? Shaft. He's just—he's a bad movie. Hey, you watch your mouth. Yeah, that's, shut your mouth. I'm that's the one that everybody about knows. Shaft. Okay, so so Shaft was the big crossover film. Uh, after a Sweet Shaft in Africa, yeah, I've got it. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually I own that movie. song, you own it. So it's yeah. uh, excellent. So they made a remake of this movie years later, which is oh, terrible. Don't yeah. go see it. But yeah. um, I did see it you know, too. Richard Roundtree was actually <laughs> was in the terrible, movie. It uh, it's a terrible, terrible movie. Um, <sighs> but uh, <laughs> Gordon Park Sr. was the first black director to helm a Hollywood studio uh, film, The Learning Tree. And uh, that was uh, that was from 1969. He hired Richard Roundtree to play uh, John Shaft, who was this rugged and successful private gumshoe in the first of the three Shaft films. Mm-hmm. Which I guess we now have four Shaft films, but I don't really count that last one at all. Sam um, Jackson. Samuel Jackson uh, was
2: all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, just all right. <laughs> so, way better than Gary. So, so the film yeah. the film
1: cost 1.5 million to make, and it yeah. grossed 12 million. Yeah, so that's a huge amount of money. At uh, the time, and it single-handedly saved MGM uh, from financial ruin because fina- uh, MGM had, before this movie had come out, had made *Gone with the Wind*. Of course, you know mm-hmm. where black people are portrayed as slaves. Um, had uh, had made uh, *Wizard of Oz*, and so that was kind of like the heyday of MGM. Yep. But then there was kind of like uh, some tumultuous stuff that happened in the late '50s, or early '60s, and so yep. MGM had fallen in hard times. They were actually probably. And this might be an overstatement, but they were probably going to have to shutter the studio. They were doing well. Very, I mean, very a lot poorly. of
2: a lot of uh, film studios right around that time were kind of going times. under. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. and they
1: had they had released a series of films that were flops, and so you know you're you're losing your your costing It's costing money to make these films. You're pouring money into them, and then they're not making the money back, and so yep. that that's a huge loss. And so Shaft comes out, and this was the film that really really kicked black films into the stratosphere uh, and it also single-handedly saved MGM from having to close. And so from from Shaft, and I'm not going to go on and talk about what Shaft is all about, but uh, from Shaft you've got all well, these other black it's films kinda, came-
2: I mean the, the, the movie Shaft kind of puts I mean it puts Richard Roundtree in in a position to actually be able to fight the man. Right. Cuz right. he's a he's a detective, cop, yeah. you know, he can actually yeah. make
1: some change. Yeah. Yeah, and this is this is where uh, Hollywood started to see the 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 writing on the wall in terms of, of dollar signs. Oh, okay, yeah. black people actually have money to spend and go to the movies. <laughs> black what? people been going to the movies long before that, <laughs> but hey, let's make some movies that cater just to to black people and see what that does. And so it gave rise to this entire uh, genre of films. And so you had uh, black. Horror films like *Blackula* that, mm-hmm. that came out some years later—that is basically the story of Dracula with a black person, like
3: right? <laughs> and so years later, yeah. I think
1: uh, Eddie Murphy did a, a kind of a remake, yeah. Uh, yeah, *Vampire uh, in Brooklyn*, Vampire yeah. in Brooklyn oh, yeah. right, which so basically kind of a uh, <laughs> send-up to that. Uh, *Foxy Brown* uh, with Pam Greer came out years yep. later, and so now you're portraying not just black men as heroes, black black women yep. as heroes using uh, not just their wits but also using their sexiness. Because in the first mm-hmm. black Exploitation bla- films, you had black women kind of as play things in the background and they were sidekicks, sexy sidekicks to the male hero and then Foxy Brown comes along yep. and it's, it's this female, this black female hero, one of the most under underrepresented, continues to be underrepresented um uh, had it going on. Segments of women um, in our she culture. Yeah, oh, yes. 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 so, uh, so Quentin Tarantino years later uh, right. would uh, hire her to be in a send-up Jackie to exploitation films, yeah. Jackie Brown, which, which is, is my really, favorite uh, Tarantino fantastic, film. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. So good. So, so, I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of things came out from that. You also had Dolomite, which you can't you can't talk about exploitation films without talking about mm. Dolomite uh, with
0: Rudy Ray Moore. Um, and I, I, I feel
1: like that's Tony's favorite movie. Yeah, is, yeah, it's
0: really the first one I watched. That's what really yeah. got me. And into that the one, whole thing. that
1: one was kind of more uh, comedy. Yeah. So you, you've got the serious action movie, uh, and then you've got uh, the representation of women right. in serious action movies, and then you've got horror movies, and then you've got comedies. And so, well, I feel we we
2: missed a point in there where black exploitation movies actually be became mainstream movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this wasn't we were they were originally marketing it towards black people yes. in urban centers correct and then what you know everybody general, wanted to go see it yeah the right. general right. movie mm-hmm. public was all like holy shit these movies right are it, it's like awesome. it's like
1: denzel washington now like everybody yeah. goes and sees denzel right it doesn't I'm matter i'm gonna go right? see
2: that movie that he's got coming out Which one do you oh yeah fences, <laughs> fences. Yeah. right it's all black he, cast right well, and he, he, he won a, to he want a tony, tony award for that, that. Yeah, yeah
1: on stage um but yeah i mean so Dolomite comes out as well, and so you've got all these genres now. So you've got the action hero, you've got um, you've got women represented, you've got comedies, you've got horror, and so you've got this whole genre of films uh, that represent Black people. And so <laughs> you're not going to
2: mention the Western movie that came out of uh, Black exploitation.
1: Which one, boss? I'm not gonna say it. I'm not yeah, gonna okay, say so that. that was the one that yeah. I wasn't no, gonna nah. say. So oh, okay, so I am gonna say it. Okay, so I'm gonna use the n word here, and I apologize. But the name of the movie was Boss Nigger, and it ended up having it spawned it spawned two sequels, which also had the name. And I'm not gonna say yeah, the name yeah. of the sequels because yeah. I'm gonna say the name more. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so you had that. You had those films come out yeah. as well, and so you had, you know, all these different type of genres. Within a subgenre of movies that catered towards African-Americans. And now we've kind of come full circle where that was shut down by those organizations I was talking about now. Yeah. You have a lot more representation of black people. But I feel like we're still kind of having the conversation of where am I represented? Because you'll watch, what, a special victims unit, mm-hmm. whatever, and right. an ICE Tea, is it Ice Cube ice, ice tea? Ice, ice t yeah. like I got so contact. You, He's still like the the street wise. So what, so what you telling me? <laughs> you is tell he me? gets off uh, little, little, kid, little kid, little kids like <laughs> you work for the Special Victims Unit. Why are you surprised? Um, but <laughs> but you still kind of have uh, the 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 problem with the loss of black exploitation films is we kind of have in a way, and in, in my opinion, um, gone a little bit backwards where you do have these caricatures of black people again uh, in films, and 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 I don't know what the way around that is. Uh, I'd like to be part of the solution, but still trying to come up with those solutions. But that's kind of my my take on on black exploitation films. There's so much more we could have talked about, yeah. but I know we're out of time here. Um, we'll, we'll make but, this a two-parter. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, fine. Because we still I'm need just to tellin-
3: get into comics
1: yeah.
2: and stuff, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you to wrap yeah. it up so we can make this a two-parter. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, Instead of doing like a, I did before, gonna, where I just gonna... cut it in two. So <laughs> and, Okay, so when we come back, we'll talk about... for everybody.
3: Because I got
1: like so much more to talk about. Okay, so when we come back, I guess we'll... Next time we'll talk about uh, some yeah. of the things uh, within uh, black today. I guess. All right, so it's time to
2: pop out the plug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we always go with our guests first. So, uh, who wants to go first, Kelvin or uh... after you, sir? All right. Well,
1: uh, I will. I will. Plug uh, two things. Uh, first is uh, my podcast, uh, Leading Questions with Calvin Moore, which uh, records here in the podcast Detroit studios. And you can hear
2: more like this on Leading Questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can hear more like that. Everybody wants to do a pun on my name, whatever. Yep. No, so uh, Leading Questions <laughs> with Calvin Moore, where we discuss uh, we discuss hard hitting issues, uh, hot button topics. Uh, the most recent issue, uh, re- most recent uh, episode, we talked about women in transition. Before that, we talked about the election of Donald Trump, kind of give you the, we talked about interracial dating. We've talked about gun control. So a lot of those types of yep. topics are talked about. So uh, leading questions with Calvin Moore on the podcast Detroit network. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, and then also uh, my, my personal business, the thing that brings in money is 7.2 tours, which is a tour company uh, in the city of Detroit that uh, basically a uh, focus on, focuses on the history of the city, present developments in the city and uh, different, uh, challenges, how we're facing down challenges in the city of Detroit. So
2: And you uh, do uh special tours for people like businesses want to yeah, come. Yeah,
1: ninety percent of the tours that I do are for uh for large businesses. Yep. Um but uh the other ten percent of the tours that I do are front facing public tours. Uh, and the tour
2: that we all want to do, the bar tour. The bar tour. Yeah <laughs> I, I do have a bar
1: tour coming I mean. up pretty soon. Yeah absolutely <laughs> Uh, so we have bar tours once a month during the during the fall and winter months, and then twice a month during the spring and uh, and summer months. But we do walking tours, bus tours, strolling suppers, bar tours, uh, African American history tours, Jewish history tours, uh, Hispanic history tours. You name it, we're we're trying to do it and and showcase Detroit and, wow. and kind of reframe what Detroit is all about in people's minds. So,
0: awesome. That's me. Well, uh, on the opposite end of podcast spectrum, <laughs> you have Salty Language, where we spend two hours talking about comic books, wrestling, and dick jokes. <laughs> so tune in, SaltyLanguage.com, if you want to hear some of that stuff. Jeannie?
2: I have nothing. <laughs> you can follow her on Untapped. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Untappd. Well, me you me are cares. you are like a professional podcast guest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you need me to come be on your podcast, give me, you know.
0: That's kind of what you do. <laughs> All right. I'm going <laughs> con- to get, I'm get your, uh, your contact information later on. All right. Oh, that's fine.
1: <laughs>
2: All right. So what, why don't you give your untapped oh, name? Oh, it's T-J-L-H-I-G-H. And
3: you use that for everything. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twitter and everything. Yeah. yeah. I never realized that T-J-L is my initials.
1: Oh, You well, never so. realized your own initials? <laughs> yeah. just now. Now. <laughs> you know what? I I didn't realize Mind this, just but went. T-J-L is my initials. <laughs> my first name starts with T. <laughs> <laughs> my middle name starts with J. Wait, what about Here, that last the name? Wait,
2: what, <laughs> Trinko, what is your middle name? <laughs> Say it.
1: Jebediah. (laughs) John. John? I thought it was going to be way more This middle name brought to you by white
0: people.
2: (laughs) um, TJL, hi. It's Tony, Jeannie, Logan. I was trying to not be my name, so I just picked the initials of the people in my family. So, Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm just as, as exciting as you. My initials are J-K-L-H. Well, so and just and the JISC there. was already taken. Yeah. I
0: can't, a, uh, <laughs> he's a legend among men.
2: My... That's <laughs> my brother. He's Josh Lisk. He goes by JISC. He got married to Rose and wanted her to go by Risk, And she's the Risk. She's the <laughs> Risk. Awesome. JISC and the RISC. Yeah, yeah. Jisk and the RISC. And you can hear more about the JISC and the Risk <laughs> on Salty Language. Indeed. Sweet. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, who, did <laughs> yeah. uh, who did we go with? Just the main people.
0: Yeah.
2: Who did we go with
0: last time?
3: I think I went first last time. All right. So, so uh, yeah. Steph.
0: Um, listen <coughs> to my other podcast on the podcast, Right Network, The Way Station, with myself and Megan. And go to my website, stephaniemenard.com, to check out what I'm writing and where I'm going to be at and all that fun stuff. That's it.
2: Uh, All right, well, I will plug uh, Hot Butter Podcast. I don't think I've ever plugged them on here. Hot Uh, Butter? Hot Butter Podcast. Is it
0: about movies? No. No. I was thinking maybe popcorn, but... No, no. Oh no. God! You can I know, went to porn, listen to it. So yeah. you know, see, yeah. I went. I went yeah. somewhere
2: better. Ba- like a you went better. I went. Yeah. I went to the gutter. I, I went to the yeah. like yeah. I was. I was thinking it's 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 actually in, in it's, the gutter. Oh, <laughs> oh I was the right. right. The one yeah. time I don't go to the gutter is when I'm, you know uh, wrong. hot butter, hot butter podcast. Uh, They're actually uh, two Michigan natives. Ones living currently in Florida and ones uh, in Clarkston, Michigan, I believe. Um, but uh, they do a podcast. Uh, Basically talking about their lives day to day. It's a great show. Uh, they actually do occasionally a live show on Mixler. So if you want to tune in and get all remember the
0: Mixler, <laughs>
1: that back in the
2: day. <laughs> yeah, if you want to tune in and hear the stuff that that doesn't make the show, listen to the Mixler live. <laughs> Um, and uh, class of ages. That's uh, we're yes. we're gonna be there. We're gonna have a table. We're going. There's gonna be live steel competitions, which I mm-hmm. hope live steel, which live I hope steel. means it really John sexy, Henry it? Irons <laughs> uh, yes. cos- cosplayers actually facing off. Check.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe I was check. Like, what is live steel?
2: <laughs> it it just says live steel competitions. So first yeah. place I went was John Henry Irons cosplay
1: (laughs) Steel yeah, play Superman when he died. I, I know. Yeah. Okay, all right. Just okay, make no. sure. <laughs> I was
2: just, in my head, I was going straight to like on like I've got a sword. I'm, wasn't and he like man
1: one, of the, one of the one of the four Supermen that yeah. Yeah. anyhow? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he, he was, was cyborg, it, cyborg, 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 cyborg Superboy, cyborg Superboy, Steel, and eradicator. then er, Eradicator. Yeah, yeah. yeah he which he, claimed to be the
2: actual Superman, but, but brought Superman back from the yeah. So right, gotcha. Weird.
1: It was kind of like a yeah.
2: And then we got actually uh mullet Superman. Yeah, yeah, mullet Superman, back which. We then we got red and, the, on, right? the red and blue later
1: on. right? Red and blue Superman later on. Yeah. Yeah, so. Anyway, um, it nothing to do with his. Yeah. So terrible. Error, right? <laughs> <laughs> Although I could do an entire episode on the history of yeah. Superman. Yeah. I could do that.
2: <laughs> well, if, if you uh, like, really guys, you are interested in buying the Reign of the Superman comic series. I'm not. <laughs> don't buy it at Coys. <laughs> Go to Koi's Comics. No. <laughs> <laughs> because fuck Steve. And he fuck has... Steve. Probably thirty copies of each title in that series. Okay. Wow!
0: <laughs> what an investment. Why?
1: I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> if you had like thirty copies of the Death of Superman? I'd be like, okay, game yeah. on, yeah. game well, on.
2: When Snake Oil Comics originally started, we found all the copies of the Reign of the Superman and plastered it on every wall in the shop. <laughs> and he has a 2000 square foot shop. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah. a lot of
1: that's a
0: lot of comics being used. To- yeah.
2: So just just think about that. How many titles were in The Reign of the Superman? not a
0: whole lot. That was truly the reign of the <laughs> Superman yeah, yeah. that day. I
2: think he had maybe two unbagged copies of the actual return of Superman or death Death and return of Superman. Are we still recording? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. This is awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so, and this short, is where it went off the rails.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> so in short, oh, yes. fuck Steve. Fuck Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Trico.
3: Ah. Uh. Let's see. Um, yeah, check us out at Clash of Ages. Like Devin was saying, we're going to be there for like three days. We're going to do some Jeopardy games. We're going to do a panel. At the end
0: of January. Yeah, at, at the
3: end of January. Well, we'll
2: be there <laughs> two days for sure. The third day, we may physically be there. Yeah. Mentally, probably not.
3: Yeah, we'll probably <laughs> be pretty far gone by <laughs> Life then. steal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life <still. laughs> steal. uh So yeah, check us out there. Um, check out our sponsors. Uh, if you want to listen to some books with your listening eyes, hashtag listening eyes. Um, <laughs> go on to audible.com well go on our website click on the audible thing I after um,
2: Thanksgiving it was your mouth eyes
3: <laughs> your mouth eyes
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I felt out. dirty writing <laughs> <laughs> mouth eyes
3: so yeah go on there download some books it'll be really sweet um, use uh, you know, use the links and everything on our website uh, do the same thing with, uh, with drive through comics uh, drive through RPG and drive through fiction um, use the links on our website. Go there, get some sweet comics, some sweet fiction, or some sweet RPGs. Yep. Um, and while
2: you're doing your Christmas shopping, go to
3: HistoryTees.net and get a History Tea. Shout
2: and history use promo code. Yeah. <laughs> and.
3: Promo code. There's,
2: there's There's another site that you can go to where people do most of their Christmas Amazon. shopping. Oh,
3: Amazon.com. <laughs> yeah, there's this other site wake you up, might have up. heard of. Uh, it's called Amazon. <laughs> I heard they have some shit on there for sale. Buy, so. buy
2: half your shit from the link on our website and then yep. go to saltylanguage.com and buy the other,
3: and hand of buy the other, other half. half Amazon, like, there we go. Sweet. Yeah. So we all get money. Yeah, we all make that money. But we could all wet our beaks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Among other things,
0: <laughs> yeah. who says that? I, Tony. does. I, it, it's nice to meet you, Tony. I've never heard <laughs> really anybody
3: say that ever. It's amazing. <laughs> things that come out of his mouth. Say <laughs> so yeah, after you. <laughs> his, his mouth eyes. eyes. <laughs> his, his mouth <laughs> eyes mouth eyes Say after you. Uh, Actually, uh, I eyes. think it's
2: his listening eyes. His listening <laughs> eyes. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um oh so yeah after you buy stuff on Amazon go to historyd's or historytees.com do oh.
2: take your shot <laughs> well, you know what, you, you get a, you get an extra
0: one before yeah. the next show cool
3: <laughs> sweet sweet um <laughs> So yeah, go on there, use promo code SOH16, get a sweet history tee, they have everything on there, any historical figure you can think of, there's a history tee on there for them. Wear the history tee out, you know, holidays are coming up, you're going to want to go to the bar because you don't want to stay at home with the family, so when you're out at the bar, you can at least wear like, a sweet history tee. My dream is to one day be up to three t-shirts, and the next one I buy will be from historytees.net.
2: Three three tees besides the one you wear to work.
3: Yeah, besides my work tee. <laughs> That one doesn't count. Yeah, it's just a white tee I wear underneath the shirts. <laughs> um, so, yeah, go on to there. <laughs> Uh, check out uh, "We Need to Talk" podcast uh, starring Meter and Pippin. Really awesome show. If you if you're looking for them, I don't know the address for them. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> they are out there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know their home address either. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just look for some icons of uh, two heads with that are like microphones. Yep. Um, so yeah, you'll find them there. And
2: Pippin did our uh, theme music. Yes.
3: It. our theme music. Uh, if you ever need an awesome theme music for your um, for your podcast, or, um, like or life? just in general, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I just want it on music. my
2: phone so I can just play you walk it when I room. walk through <laughs> a room. Bam. This is my here announcement is. that I'm here.
3: you Can do, put do, it through do, do. the through the PA system when you walk into <laughs> the somewhere. First
2: Lady of Space Violence <laughs> has <laughs> entered the room. Exactly. Everyone
3: needs
1: to know this. Every time I walk in, it's who's the man? Yeah. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> just talking about the
3: chat. <laughs> So yeah, uh look up Pippin, it's uh, Nate Pippin he's on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Pippin or Not
2: related um, to Scotty Pippin.
1: Not related to Scotty <laughs> Pippen though. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, no. Well, then why would I even contact him? <laughs> I'm just I trying to th- use him to get yeah. to Scotty. <laughs>
2: I need theme music,
3: and I need to talk to Scotty. <laughs>
1: but really, it's about Scotty. So
3: <laughs> you can take your time on the, on the theme music. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, go on all that stuff and do all those things. Do it. Yeah. All
0: right, so I think that that's it. We did that's,
2: it. That's it. That's, that's a the show. Sweet.
3: Beauty. So until next time. I'm Trey. I'm Jesus.
2: Stephanie. I'm Big Dev.
1: I'm Tony.
2: I'm Genie. I'm Cal. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>